All right, all right. The plan they give us isn't working anymore. I'm taking a look around at the world, and I'm thinking to myself, guess what? I think we need a new plan. Just got tougher. Just got more difficult to live the amazing life we've all inherited, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the American dream. Ooh, don't say that too loud, right? People get pissed off when you start talking about the reality of our choices. But it's true. It's true. The, the, the thing that I keep looking at is, how is it that we all seem to inherit the same exact choices? We have this belief in our mind that this is going to make our life better, that our life is going to be so much better and so amazing because of these choices. And what happens is we all end up in debt. We spend our entire lives busting our back working. And it's not because it adds value to our life. It's because that's what we've been taught to believe. But what's the reality? Well, the way I see it, the reality is that you probably don't have to do anything to change it. Because the price of things, insurance is going through the roof, everything else is increasing, the system will implode on itself. And there will be adjustments that you're going to have to make because of that. Because it's not sustainable. Unless, of course, the part of the big plan is to give everybody a significant raise so we can continue to afford the things we need to exist. I'm thinking maybe this would be a good time to come up with a a new plan. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of a double-edged sword, right? When I started the podcast, it was all about being happy, about waking up excited every day. Those ideas have kind of faded because like you, I didn't have any control over the pandemic or the new model for marketing called scarcity. That's what drove housing prices through the roof. Driving eggs and the price of everything else. And now the insurance companies are jumping on board. Now, this model has been around longer than you or I. It's called the American dream. And it's based on an idea or what I want to say is a fallacy about what happiness and success is. Let me ask you this. How happy are you right now? How successful do you feel right now? Are you living a superstar life or... Did you wake up at 5.30 this morning or 5 o'clock this morning, drug your butt out of bed, went and got a cup of coffee, got yourself ready to go, and you're headed out the door? You fought traffic, you get to work, and you're going to grind it out today, tomorrow, Friday, and maybe even Saturday. The plan isn't working anymore. The plan that we've been given and the plan we hold so dearly to us is not working. But guess what? That's good news for you. That's good news for you if you're ready to come up with a new plan. Now, this is where people get all confused. This is where we get all confused because most people don't understand or have any idea that there is another way of life that doesn't look anything like this. So here's the ticket. Instead of gauging your success by what you own, imagine what would happen to your life if you began to gauge it by the experiences you have by what life feels like, 
by how energized you are when you wake up in the morning, how excited you are about the challenges you face. One way or the other, the status quo, the, the American dream is getting ready to change. Think about it. How many of us can actually afford to buy a $500,000 home? I mean, the cost of living is skyrocketed. Utilities are up 38%, right? And since no one's running around giving us money, right? There's no, no one saying, hey, listen, we need to increase wages. Right now, I'm in Grand Junction, Colorado, and the wages are what? 20 bucks an hour? Those are the same wages that were being paid back five, eight years ago, before the pandemic, before scarcity, before all of these ideas and these things changed in our lives. How long do you think we can continue? How long do you think this machine, this idea, this concept called the American dream is going to be able to sustain itself? One way or the other, some things are going to change. The question you need to ask yourself is, are you going to drive that change? Are you going to be in charge of the direction of your life in the future? Or are you going to allow the pressures, the things around you to dictate what your life looks like moving forward? This is why I say, maybe it's time we come up with a new plan. I think the biggest struggle we face is is differentiating between what we believe and reality, right? It's 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 the funniest thing or the most peculiar thing I've ever witnessed. I'm I'm working on the book. It's called Self-Defined and the premise of the book is simple. It's when you step away from the ideas you've been given long enough to examine the impact of your own choices on your life. That's when you realize, "Well, wait a minute. This probably isn't the best plan." I mean, if you think about it now, How much fun are you having? And people say, well, you're not supposed to have fun. You're supposed to work. That's what you believe. But is it true? I mean, let's just face it. If I gave you the option right now to go fishing or to mow a lawn, 90% of us would say, I'm going fishing, right? So it's not real. It's not rocket science. It doesn't require a genius for you to say, hey, listen, uh, most of the choices I've made in my life are not that inspiring or not that energizing, do not aren't any reason to get really excited about. Right. And yet, what do we do? I don't know a young man, a, a 15 year old right now in the world who says, oh, my goodness, I can't wait to mow the lawn. I can't wait to clean the garage. I can't wait to do to pull weeds, to do any of the any most of the mundane tasks that come with this dream, right? The good news is because everything is becoming more expensive and less accessible to us because our wages are definitely not going up. There are going to be some of us who say, "Let's scratch your head and say, uh, why am I doing this again?" Why do I need a 4,000-square-foot house? Why do I need a vehicle that costs me $70,000 so I can spend every day working with no time, no money, and no energy for any of the things that I love to do? It's going to change. It's, we're, we're going to need a new plan. Because it's not sustainable. 
unless someone comes along and hands everyone a buttload of money, there's a point when only a certain segment of the population can afford to own a house. And I use that term, own a house, loosely, because most of us don't actually own that home. We're mortgaged to that home, right? And then there's the other side of it. There is the the side where they say, oh, buying a house is a wonderful thing. It's a great investment. Selling houses is a great investment. Ask any banker. Go pull out that, that paperwork for that mortgage that you, that you signed off on. See, these are the contradictions in what we believe versus the reality of our choices, right? How much will you pay for that house if you extend the full term of the loan right there's a good chance you're going to pay double for the price of the house what a good plan that's a good plan right or how about this how about the fact that you're not getting up this morning and going to work because you're inspired about what you do and about how it energizes you and and how much you love it you're going to work because you have to you're going to work because if you don't go to work, you won't have the money to pay your bills. And if you don't have the money to pay your bills, they'll come and take your stuff. That's the truth of it. I think even even more significant than that is the, ch- the choices you've made, the life you're living, isn't quite measuring up to the image in our mind, to our beliefs about how great our life is because of those choices. I can leave, I'll leave it up to you. What does it feel like? What does it feel like to wake up to your life every day? Now, most people will say, well, you know, I don't mind. I I love my house. My question is, what does your house, what does that asset do for you in the way of making your life better? That is, making the experience of living as wonderful and as inspiring as it can be. And of course, this is where the argument comes in. This is where most people will say, well, you can't, you can't spend your life being happy. You can't spend your life doing what you love to do. There are plenty of people who do it every day, right? I do, I do it every day. I wake up and I get choice. I have choices. Why? Because my resources, that is time, money, and energy, are not completely consumed by a plan that isn't mine. Let's face it, where did you get that plan? Where did you get the plan that has created the life you live, that amazing adventure you're living right now? Everybody wants to be an original, right? That's what TikTok's about, about being a superstar, about doing something different, about being being recognized for our accomplishments, right? We celebrate a house. We go in debt for three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. We enslave ourselves to having to show up at a job that we hate or maybe we like to pay for that debt because we've accomplished that is the that is the standard for what success looks like. We know it. We believe it. We believe every part of it. That's why when someone like me comes along and says, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you why, why did you choose that? You're like, because I love my house. I love my life, right? I don't, I don't mind lo- mowing lawns. I love the smell of cutting grass. I don't think that's the point. I think the point I'm making here is if you had the choice, 
if you had the choice to do something else, you would. If you had the ability to go spend a week sailing in the Caribbean or on a cruise or backcountry backpacking and and fly fishing and, and the list goes on, you'd choose that, right? It's not clearly a choice to stay where you are and to work six days a week and to go to that job that you hate, that frustrating source of anxiety, or to sit at home and drink beer and look at a pile of bills coming in on the email, or to deal with the frustration that comes with most of your choices. The reason you're where you are right now is because the plan is a bad plan, in spite of the fact that it's the American dream. This is what we all dream of, right? When you was a kid, you used to wake up at night and you'd be like, oh my goodness, I can't wait till I'm swimming in debt, until I have to work 60 hours a week, and until I, until I don't have time to play the guitar or go fishing or go skiing or hiking because, because of all of these obligations I've been led to believe will make me happy and successful. The good news is because of the way things are going now, some of us are going to make adjustments. I made adjustments back in 2016. I took a look at that big four, 3,000 square foot house and that acre and a quarter of grass. And I said, hmm, what is this doing for me to make my life better? And the answer was it wasn't doing anything for me to make my life better. I wasn't earning immense amounts of income. I wasn't becoming rich because of it. I was getting up every day and I was going to work. And when I wasn't at work, I was working on things based on the decision that apparently at some point in my life, I lost my mind and I said, oh, I love mowing lawns more than I love hiking. I love mowing lawns more than I love fishing. I love mowing lawns and cleaning houses and cleaning garages and fixing doors and going to work to pay for debt more than anything else in the world. You look at it from that perspective, it doesn't seem like a very good plan. What would you do if I told you there is another plan? There is a better plan out there for you. There is the opportunity for you to wake up energized, to wake up excited about your life. I talk about when I transitioned from my conventional life into the RV, right? I'm out there mowing a lawn. I drank too much. I was still trying to recover from the loss of my dad. We had 3,000 square foot, big Victorian, dusty old house, really nice inside, but it's a, it's a Victorian. Um, my wife's inside. Her kids have been gone for a while, just us, and she's cleaning rooms no one has been in in six months. And I'm thinking about why am I doing this? And I didn't have an answer other than it's what I was taught to do, what I believed. So I get this idea in my head. I go, well, let's change it. Let's spend more time playing. Do you know what I got for that from most of the people around me? They looked at me and they, they were impressed that I had the nerve, the courage to chase something like that. But in the back of their minds and while they're drinking coffee in the mornings, I'm sure there was more than 
one conversation about how crazy I was to give up my house and not have a place to live and go travel in a fifth wheel. But how crazy is it to do something like that? The truth is, it's not. See, here's the deal. If you're engaged in something and it doesn't add value to your life, it doesn't make your life better, stop doing it. If the choices you're currently making aren't giving you access to the kind of life you dream of living or you would like to live, because with the price of things, some of, for some of us, this is not a choice. It's a necessity. We need a better plan. What would happen if you looked at everything in your life and you said, hey, what do we need to accomplish our goal? An example is my RV. I needed a place to get out of the weather, to rest, to prepare my food, to clean myself and sleep so I could go out every day and explore the world around me, right? I needed it to be mobile. I needed to be able to bring it with me. And that big stone house didn't fit the bill. Nor did all the obligations that come with that big stone house, that big acre and a quarter of grass. And what happened when I realigned my beliefs with the truth, with the reality that the reason I own a house is because it's really fundamental. It's a fact that I need a place to get out of the weather. It isn't because I view my house as a status symbol. I live in a trailer house. Do you know what that did for me? It gave me access to to experiences in the world that I wouldn't have ever been able to experience had I held on to the plan I inherited. The same is true for you. The, the difference between success and, and failure in this economy and the conditions we all live in right now is our ability to adapt and to adjust to maintain that standard of living, right? My life isn't any worse because of the economy. My life isn't any worse because of the pandemic. Does it cost me more to live? Yes. But I don't feel any pressure. I'm still showing up here every day and doing what I do. I still wake up energized by the fact that I have the freedom to choose. If you want to have that same freedom, if you want to escape the pressure that's coming from things that are outside your control, the only way you're going to do that is by coming up with a, a new plan, a better plan. Maybe you don't need that 4,000-square-foot house. In fact, if you think about it, how much of the things that you do or that you're obligated to because of that house actually inspire you? Maybe you're like me. Maybe if you really get down to it, that house is nothing more than a launch pad for your life. Imagine how much better your life would be if the house you lived in was merely there to accommodate your essential needs. It wasn't the status symbol that we've been sold to believe it should be or that it is. What if it was just a tool? Let's see, I need a place to live. I need to get out of the weather. This will suit me because 
if your life is like most people's, you don't spend a lot of time in that space. I don't care how big it is. You don't spend a lot of time in your Taj Mahal. Why? Because you're out working for it. The best part about this whole story is you can change it. The best part about this story is it's all within your control. But it starts with what you believe. It starts with being able to look at what you believe and say, why do I believe this? And more than that, it starts with being able to see the reality of your choices. For most people, you don't wake up energized because you have that big fancy kitchen. In fact, three months after you make that purchase, after you sign on that dotted line, you don't even think about it anymore. Because the money's gone, the time is gone, and the entire focus turns to surviving the choices we've made. Because few of us ever escape it. Once you fall in that trap, few of us ever climb out. And how do you escape it? Let me show you. Let's face it, there are things a lot more inspiring, a lot more energizing, a lot more exciting than owning a home. Because the truth is, no one cares, despite what the world has taught us to believe. There isn't anyone driving by your house being all impressed with you, because there's a house on both sides of you. You haven't accomplished anything amazing, which you believe you have. You, you go in debt for a $70,000 truck. You, you haven't accomplished anything amazing. You just believe you have. In order for you to escape what is coming, in order for you to adjust for what is coming, and more than that, to actually capture the life you deserve to live, you've kind of got to stop thinking and believing what you believe. Here's the truth. You'll never be better, you'll never be happier, you'll never be more inspired than you are when you're engaged in the things that you love to do. The honesty part comes in where you have to take a look at your choices, not from what you believe, but what the truth is. How much of your day will inspire you? How much of your day will energize you? How much of your day makes you want to get up the next morning, get up tomorrow and be excited about being even better at the things you do? And then, of course, there's the belief that we can't do that. Well, no, we can't do that. You can't wake up every day energized and excited about your life, especially if the plan you've been given isn't your plan. Not to mention, it's not a very good plan. We talk about debt. Debt's a bad thing. Oh, debt's a bad thing. Well, if that were the case, how can we throw housewarming parties for our kids when they go in debt for a house? Hip, hip, hooray, you're like me. The reason these ideas are so hard to accept is because it's difficult to be separate from the crowd. It feels uncomfortable to be different, to make choices that other people aren't making. If the American dream isn't anything, it's easy. It doesn't take anything to to rock the American dream. You have credit, you get a job, you start borrowing money. You start paying interest on that money. Doesn't make your life any better. It creates a situation where in very a very short amount of time we become trapped in our own lives. What thing can you do today for the next week? What decision do you have in front of you right now that you could just say, "Hey baby, let's do this." 
chances are you don't have anything because the cost of insurance, the cost of housing, the cost of groceries. You can't go to the beach. Who can, who can spend time on the beach? The guy who decides early on that his source of success and happiness is to own a sailboat, to live debt-free, to accept the fact that $2,000 a month is plenty. And it all starts when you change the plan. It all starts when you are honest with yourself and you say, you know, I'm really not having that good of a time. Regardless of the reason, regardless of why you've made your choices, the, the only thing that's really important is how does it feel? How amazing do you feel? Do you feel as amazing about that $70,000 truck as the people you see on TV? Because it all comes from within you. The world doesn't care. The universe isn't sitting around going, hey, look how good Chris is doing. If you don't take charge of your life and see the truth... And why your life looks like it doesn't. More than that, see the opportunities for you to change it. It's not going to change. And the only way it's going to get better is if you come up with a new plan. Mm, I know this is a tough one for most of you. This is, this is a direct attack on your choices. Most people are like, I ain't listening to this crap. I'm, I'm friggin' happy with my life. Maybe, maybe you are, and if that's the case, roll with it, right? If that's the case, if you're waking up all excited and you have all the time you would like to do all of the things you love to do, then you are right there where you're supposed to be, and you shouldn't waste your time. But if you wake up in the middle of the night thinking about the bills or about what you're going to do to survive, the world isn't going to come sweep in and lift you up and say, here's how we do it. That's up to you. And the problem that we face is that the, the plan we've inherited, the strategy we've been given for happiness success, while it's never worked, you can clearly see in your own life how it's not working. I'm just one guy. I have the luxury. I have the ability to wake up every day and make choices not based on the ideas of other people, based on what inspires me. And there's nothing that feels better. How many choices will you make today that are all about doing what inspires you? It's not because you wouldn't love to do more of the things you love. It's because the plan you've been given, the plan we have all inherited, does not allow for that. You want to wake up excited and energized about your life. Maybe it's time you take a look at you. Maybe it's time you shut all the noise up and you say, hmm, am I really as happy as I think I am? Does, does all of this that I have really inspire me to the point that I wouldn't change a thing? Something to think about. I'm going to keep rolling. I hope you do too. I really appreciate your support. I appreciate all of the kindness. Uh, I'm not stopping. I know this is a tough pill to swallow, but the truth is the truth. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you grab what I continue to live in my life, the experiences and the energy and the excitement and the opportunities that come 
when the plan you have fits the person you are. Don't wait. Today is a perfect day to come up with a new plan. Thank you for tuning in. I will ask you once again, if you kind of like what I'm doing, if you're curious about what I'm doing, share it. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. I really need that. Someone out there is going to figure it out. Someone out there is going to listen to this podcast and go, yep, I think he's right. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined.